Ione lay with her back in the dirt and a cloth bag under her head to serve as a pillow. She munched on a piece of grass as she gazed at the stars sparkling down over Chararay. The Arpax, Jordan and Saul, had left that morning. Though Ione felt a surprising amount of loss for two people she'd only just met, she figured it was probably a good thing they'd gone. Jordan had been a welcome distraction. It would be too easy to get involved in Jordan's search for her mother. Too easy for Ione to abandon her own mission, the mission Sony had charged her with. Find a way to synthesize the Gersher fungus had been Sony's command. Ione had documented all 173 attempts. All had failed. Ione was the Chararay elves' best inventor, best deductive mind, and supposedly the most adept, other than Sony herself, at understanding the language at the root of their magic. Yet so far, she hadn't even come close to success. She was able to remake the fungi so that it smelled, tasted, and had texture identical to the real thing, but it had none of the healing benefits. It was an impotent forgery, a perfect likeness in every way except for the way that mattered. A small cloud of what looked like glitter flashed through the air, drawing Ione's eyes to the treetops at the edge of the glen. Here they came. Her messenger bugs back from their delivery to Alan, Jordan's father. Ione reached for the jar sitting in the grass by her hip and tapped a fingernail against the glass. Clink, clink, clink. Her messenger bugs plopped themselves into the jar as Ione counted the sounds of their bodies hitting the glass. Eleven, twelve, thirteen. The glass went quiet. Ione frowned and sat up, looking into the starry darkness yawning overhead. She waited, but it took mere seconds of silence for her to deduce that something had gone wrong. The messenger bugs are tethered together by magic. It is impossible for only some of them to return and not others, isn't it? She picked up the jar with the little glass balls nestled inside, their legs tucked away. She recounted, but it was a useless exercise. It was easy to eyeball that almost half of her bugs were missing. She withdrew the syringe she had used to inject the bugs with Jordan's vocal vibrations and plucked a bug from the jar. Inserting the needle into the belly of the bug, she drew out the liquid. Normally, she would discard the juice. It had served its purpose, and it wasn't bringing any return message. But there might be some information hidden within that would help Ioni work out what had happened. She sprayed a small amount of the liquid into her palm and pressed her middle finger into it. She closed her eyes, shutting out the night. But there was nothing. No vibrations to pick up, no information. The liquid was dead. She wiped the dampness away, huffed with frustration, and screwed the cap back on the jar. She got to her feet and tucked the jar into her sack. She brushed the leaves out of her hair and dusted the dirt from her clothing, and then made her way down the hill into the forest, winding through the narrow, loamy path towards home. Her footfalls were silent, her form a ghost in the woods, but her razor-sharp inventor's mind was racing. What does this mean? What has happened to the rest of my box? The music of flutes and drums drifted through the ferns and leaves. 
The bright blue fire of the Charray elves had been lit, and the smell of elvish cooking reached Ione's nose. Her stomach rumbled, but she was too distressed to think about food. She reached the outskirts of the gathering and combed the faces for Sony. The copper-haired elf wasn't difficult to spot. Sony was talking with two of the elders and drinking from a wooden chalice, lounging in an elaborately carved wooden chair while the elders stood around her. Ioni crossed the circle and approached as Sony and the elders burst into laughter over something.